Hi, I'm Doug Gooker, small farms educator for the University of Illinois Extension here in central Illinois, and welcome to Outstanding in the Field. I'm going to talk a little bit about our weather in this part of the world, corn and soybean prices. We've had a little rally. If you've got stored grain, what you should be watching for, if you've got non-GMO beans, what you need to be watching for, and then some pests that we're seeing out in the fields, as well as some upcoming events. So first off, uh, here in the particularly the central part of Illinois, stretching up towards uh, Henderson County and the Quad Cities area is a swath of, as the drought monitor calls it, abnormally dry weather. And in this swath during the month of June, average less than 50% moisture, and we had areas that were under 10% of their normal moisture. So uh, we've got some abnormally dry areas here. The crops are still looking pretty good considering, although we aren't going to have corn up to an elephant's eye in this particular area. Uh, it's, it's some of our shorter corn than we've had in a few years. So that being said, we've had a marked rally in corn and soybeans over the past week to 10 days. As you may have noticed from our late June low prices, uh, we've rallied about four, uh, 25 cents in corn and well over 60 cents in soybeans. And so if you're still holding on to some old crop or needing to price some new crop commodities, this is another opportunity that the market's giving you. Just wanted to let you know that. The University of Illinois ag economists have come out with their projected corn and soybean prices for the upcoming year. And of course, this is good for the today only because things change. But currently, they're thinking 370 is an average price for our 2017-18 corn crop and 890 for soybeans. Something to keep in mind. If you've still got some stored grain on farm, remember we really need to keep that grain below 70 degrees because insect and molds become much more active once we get above 70 degrees in temperature. Things you can do, cover your fan inlets so that we don't get warm air being attracted into the cool grain and warming it up and bringing warm, moist air into the bin by way of the fan inlet. And the other thing is we need to run our fans on cool mornings only to keep that temperature down below 70. We've got some things going on out in non-GMO soybeans with all the dicamba. We're getting a record number pesticide uh, misuse complaints uh, due to dicamba off-target movement. If you've got non-GMOs and you haven't been checking, go check those fields because there seems to be a lot of drift, particularly with the warm temperatures and the humid uh, high dew points we've had the last week. It seems like there's still a problem, may still be a problem with this new formulation of dicamba. That's kind of anecdotal. We don't have any real proof, but that's what people are thinking. While you're out there checking, take a look at your cornfields. These high dew points, dewy mornings, um, it's a good environment for gray leaf spot. And if you've planted corn that is not resistant or doesn't have a good tolerance to gray leaf spot, 
then for sure apply a fungicide. If you're planted a variety that has resistance, please do not apply fungicide. We do not need to make these fungicides resistant to gray leaves. Needless spraying of, of any pesticide helps increase its chances of resistance being developed. Next thing is, is that uh, check your corn and soybean fields, uh, particularly here where I'm working in, uh, because we're beginning to notice some increased insect feeding, uh, defoliators in soybeans. Remember, we can tolerate up to 20% defoliation in soybeans after blooming and during pod fill. Uh, so you don't need to panic, but 20% is our threshold for spraying insecticides. Corn, we need to be look, looking for Japanese beetles feeding on the corn silks. And once again, those thresholds are a little more complicated. Um, it's three or more Japanese beetles per corn shoot. They fed on it down to less than a half an inch. And the crop is less than 50% pollinated. So there's a lot of ifs there before you need to spray with Japanese beetles. Lastly, we're in the middle of 4-H fair season here in this part of Illinois. And so in the next uh, week and a half, two weeks, uh, we've got 4-H fair going on up in DeWitt County, Clinton on Saturday, July the 8th. The Pyatt County Fair is Saturday, July 15th, and the Macon County Fair is July 18th, 19th, and 20th. And so uh, come out and support the kids. They really enjoy it. We're also taking enrollment for Master Naturalists. So if you have friends or you're interested in nature or the environment, this is a great program. You learn a lot about what caused Illinois to be the productive soils that it has and why we have the vegetation we have. So once again, this is Doug Gooker with the University of Illinois Extension. And thank you for listening. Outstanding in the Field is a production of the DeWitt, Macon, and Pike County University of Illinois Extension offices. For more information, you can tweet at SoilWaterDoug, call our offices at 217-877-6042, or visit our website at go.illinois.edu/dmp.